It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel, and welcome to the rendezvous. The accent? It's French, straight from Paris, city of love. I want to open the show before I get to you calls, you questions, and hear your love stories with a quote that I really believe in. A quote that I think you'll like to. It's about passion. You know how we, sometimes we lose the passion? I just want to read that quote to you that I found. You can't have a fire that lasts if you don't feed it. Let me repeat this. You can't have a fire that lasts if you don't feed it. Meaning when it comes to keeping the passion and the romance, it's not you do it once forever. No, every day and day after that, you have to keep each other feeling wanted, feeling loved, and pay attention to each other. Never take each other for granted. You can't have a fire that lasts if you don't feed it. And if you have any question about how to feed that fire, hey, call me now, 855-905-8255. If you have a question for me, 855-905-8255. Sam, bonjour, what's going on? Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Um, so, yeah, um, I just lost my job. and oh, I've had this job for 12 years. And, yeah, thank you. Um, And so my boyfriend's been acting very, very distant. He's calling me less and less. Um, But the thing is, like, he was married once before, and he lost his job actually twice. And when he lost his job the second time around, that was when he got the divorce papers. So now I've lost mine, and I feel like I need him around. But at the same time, uh, he's going through his own thing, I believe. Sure. Um, before you lost your job, how much communication you had on a regular basis, like say on a daily basis? How much texting? I mean, pretty much every day, actually. Okay. Um, give me the reasons why you would want to stay with a man who doesn't show you solidarity and comfort when you lose your job. I mean, he, he showed me solidarity for all the other times, you know, in my life. Um, he was there when, you know, I had problems with my parents or with my family and you know he's always been around okay you know why he's afraid uh, this time to uh, be too close to you no because he's afraid you're gonna ask him for money oh really of course when you lose Uh, your job you know the rest is emotional it's free support is free when you lose your job you lose your income when you lose your income you may need help from your partner, which I think it's the least everybody should do. Show support and offer, if possible, a little help. The reason why, Sam, he's not reaching out to you anymore, he's afraid you may ask for some money or even that he will feel he has to help. And obviously, he doesn't want to do that. So let's go to your intuition. Just keep that in mind. And let's go to your intuition now. Do you think, now that you know this, you should give him Mm -hmm. another chance or do you think you should take distance and see what happens after that. Yeah, I think maybe I should give it space and see what happens. Yes. I think it's time for him to not take you for granted and for you to stop being attracted maybe by a man who doesn't show you solidarity when you need it the most. So my advice, Sam, is don't text now first and give a few days to reflect, listen to your intuition. Should I stay with him? And... What is good for me? I don't want to answer those questions. I would like you to listen to your intuition and decide what is best for you. 
Okay, thank you. You're welcome and have a good night. I can't believe Sam's boyfriend. I mean, you lose your job and the guy's not there for you? I mean, what's the number one condition on which you can grow a relationship? I'll tell you that next. What do you think is the number one condition for you to build a healthy relationship with anyone? Trust. If you can't trust a person you with, then I don't think you can trust the relationship you're in. And everybody thinks trusting goes with cheating. Well, that, of course, no cheating, no lying. But how about what happened to Sam? She loses a job. Her boyfriend stopped texting her. Why? Because I know why. You know why. I told her. He's afraid she's going to maybe ask for help, which is totally fine. So if you can't trust a person you with, why would you want to stay with them? Right? I would add to this, there is two or three more essential qualities that we all need in a relationship. Trust and a couple more. Let me share with you the two or three other qualities that I look for in my partner in a relationship. Next. I'm Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous. And I want to ask you this. What are, in your mind, the most important qualities your partner must have for you to be able to grow your relationship. I said the number one quality was without I cannot grow a relationship is trust. I don't trust you. You don't trust me. We can't stay together. And that means for rain or shine, all right? Not just when it's beautiful and, and easy. The second thing goes with honesty. No lying, no unspoken, no problem. It goes together. Honesty. Kindness. I want my woman to be kind. And I'm sensitive to kindness. And I would say to finish... Positive attitudes, love life, la joie de vivre, as we say in French, the joy of life. Let's look at the positive side. Let's not look at the empty part of the glass, but be grateful for what we have. So those are the couple ones. Actually, I'm going to put a poll on social media. What are the qualities that you want in your partner? And you can go check it out at therendezvousshow.com. You call the next 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Joy. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? Well, uh, I'm in a relationship. I have a boyfriend. We've been together for a few years, and we live together, and mostly he's great. It's just that he has one very annoying thing that he does. Mm -hmm. What? That is, he plays video games a lot, <laughs> and... You know, he's so mature in so many ways, but he's playing video games. And then if I try to interrupt him, like, he doesn't hear me or he gets all mad if he loses. And I tell him, it's only a game. And he's like, but I, I wanted to win. And, you know, like, gets all emotional. And I'm just, it just seems so ridiculous to me. And otherwise, he's great. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Um, how many hours a day would you say he plays? Oh, it's not even every day. And it's like... Uh, you know, like for a couple of hours in the evening, but I would rather be like watching a movie with him or something. And mm -hmm. it just seems like a waste of time. <laughs> I, I totally agree, by the way. I must say, I don't, the guy's going to hate me for this, but I do not play it. I don't understand it. I haven't played it since I'm 16. <laughs> me I mean, too. I play chess, but I just don't like those video games. Okay. Uh, Joy, what compromise do you think is fair to you and to him about these video games? You would want him to play half the time or at least or maybe yeah. not play when you're yeah. here? I think so.
So maybe like five instead of 10 hours per week or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe even like to take a break in the middle. So if I have questions or I need to talk to him about something, maybe he could just take a break between games. And then sure. I wouldn't feel like okay. I was interrupting him. I think the way to talk to him would be, listen, lately you're so into your video game and I need you to take a break. And let's say, like, you know, I don't interrupt you during the game, so that's the compromise. But you got to take a break every two hours. So I know, like, at that time we can talk. You put the video game down and we just talk. Yeah, I could try that. Yeah, thank you. So now let's do the return. What do you think when in the house he would want you to do? Is there something that can make him happy? Because he's going he's gonna to give back something, right? So I don't, I'm talking about when it's time to cooking, he likes cookies. Or is there anything... Like in the compromise, say, okay, I give you this, less video game, this, that. Is there anything you think would make him happy? Yeah, actually, he loves my cooking, and I haven't been doing it as much lately. And, you know, now that the summer is ending, I could do some more cooking for him, and he would Uh just be thrilled. Here's the compromise. Feed the beast, right? You got to feed feed the beast. I think that you make that compromise. Have a great conversation with him and said, you know, Here's what I've thought about. I want to do a great compromise that is win-win for both of us. And you just discuss mm-hmm. what we talked about together. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That will definitely help. <laughs> All right, Joy. Feed the beast. Good compromise and good luck to you. Uh, thank you so much. Ooh, I got an interesting Twitter DM at Ronnie Radio. Somebody is wondering if they should invite their ex to their wedding. Mm, that's coming up next. If you have a question for me but you can't dial in, Send me your question on Twitter, at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's going on with Eva and the ex? Eva says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Eva. I'm getting married in December, and I know from previous conversations that I've had with my fiancé that he thinks it's inappropriate to invite exes to weddings. But I really, really want to invite my ex from college. We haven't seen each other in years, And there's obviously nothing between us anymore, but I've always considered him to be one of my favorite people, and I want him at my wedding. My fiancé has never met this ex, so what if I just invite him and not tell my fiancé that we ever dated? Would that be so bad? Wow, Eva, you want to know if you should invite your ex to your wedding and lie about that to your fiancé? Oh, I'm going to tell you what to do next, so stay with me. What would you say if your partner that you're about to get married to would want to invite one of their ex, because they're good friends now and there's nothing between them, and also not to hurt your feelings, maybe lie about it and not tell you they were ever intimate? Would you say that's a great idea or that's a very dangerous idea? That's the Twitter DM Eva sent me. Eva, I want to be very clear. Do not invite your ex or any ex. And do not lie about it at all. And I hope this is the last time you even think about lying to your future husband like this. Because remember, every good marriage, partnership, relationship is based on trust. So I'm glad you sent me that Twitter DM so that you don't make that mistake. Forget about that idea. And I wish you the best with your husband. Honesty, honesty, honesty. That's all we want from each other. You call that next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. You want to share your story on the rendezvous? 855-905-8255. Shena, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Shena. You want to share a love story with me tonight? Yes, I do. 
Good. What is it? Well, I'm going to share the story of how I met the love of my life, my husband. Please. I want to hear it. Well, I'm a professional singer, and I'm a vocal impressionist. So that means that I mimic many different vocal styles. And um, one of the vocal styles is Adele. And my husband loves Adele. So one of the shows I was doing years ago, he happened to just be at one of those shows with um, a group of friends. Mm-hmm. And I was singing an Adele song, and he was going through a divorce at the time. He had just recently been divorced, and he was in a kind of a very sad place in his life, you know, and starting over. And mm-hmm. and he heard me sing Adele and just stood in front of me, and I didn't even see him. I was on the stage, and I was all lit up and couldn't see anything. And he was standing there in front of me and heard me sing, and, and he knew I was the one just by hearing my voice. Wow. Wow, wow, that's beautiful. Um, what song from Adele were you singing? Someone Like You. Can you sing me a little bit of that, please? Sure. Not that you'll settle down at you Found a girl and you're married now Wow, pretty good. Thank you so much. I, I, I love Adele. What a great singer. And thank you so much for sharing that story, for singing for me. And have a good night. Thank you so much for that. You too. You're welcome. I'm going to go to my voicemail now because somebody is concerned that their partner suddenly put a password on their cell phone. We're going to get to that next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question for me. I can't answer now, or it's in the middle of the day. Just leave me a voicemail, like this one. Bonjour, Simon. This is Susanna. I have some relationship advice I could use your help on. So recently, I noticed that my husband of six years has put a lock on his phone. Uh, we've always been in the type of relationship where we completely trust each other. We've never had to lock our phones before. Um, and not that I was snooping or anything, but I just noticed one day that he picked up his phone to answer a message and he unlocked it. And I don't know if I should address it or just leave it alone, let it go, but it just, it kind of bothers me. So um, I'm hoping that you can shine some light on this and give me some advice. I look forward to hearing from you. Susanna, thank you for your voicemail. I'm definitely going to answer what to do if out of the blue, your partner put a new password on his phone. My answer is next. How would you feel if your husband or your wife or your partner suddenly added a password to their cell phone, never had one before, and boom, they have a new one? Obviously, they don't want you to see something. And obviously, don't snoop, but ask your partner or your husband or your wife to open the cell phone in front of you. Say, I want to know why you have a password. And unless they work for some nuclear facilities or CIA or FBI, I don't know anything legal that you know can be legit. If that's not the case, I would just say, listen, I have a worry, a concern. You never had a password before, so help me out. Let's open your cell phone. Let me see through it. And I won't ask you again. If I find nothing, my apology, it's, it's done. If your partner doesn't want to open their phone in front of you, Houston, we have a problem. So, Susanna, good luck to you. Please be firm, but you got to know what's going on. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Danny, bonjour. 
Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Danny. Bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. You have a question for me, right? I do. Okay, I'm all ears. All right, um, I am dating um, a man named John, and he has an identical twin. And um, our, the twin keeps coming on all of our dates, and he's really nice, and they're very close. But I just don't have the heart to tell him that, I don't know, his twin brother shouldn't be coming on all of our dates with us because I'm not dating him. I'm dating his brother, you know? Okay, but um, how long have you been dating that, that guy? Well, about six months. Six months. And the twin brother comes to every single date? Um, not all of them. About like 90% of them. And it's just, I feel like it's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't know that we don't need a third wheel on a good date? Yeah, I mean, I know that they're close because they're twins and it's the whole twin thing, but I don't know. Is that normal? No, I mean, it's not normal. So I got to ask you this, Danny. So why do you let that happen? I mean, you, because what what's your reasoning? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm just a softie or I just feel bad telling him that because his brother is like his best friend, but I don't know. So, but I mean, at the end of the date, so then you guys have more time for yourself or you also go out and have drinks and the twin is, comes along or how much of, of, a, of a part of the experience you, the twin is? Um, he usually comes out to like the bar. If we go to a movie, he's like stayed home, but he always comes out to drinks with us. And okay, it, tell me the truth. Ideally, how often would you like the twin to come to the, the dates or the restaurant or the bars with you guys? How often would you like? <laughs> I'd be okay with the twin showing up maybe like once a week. Okay. All right. So um, it's totally fair. And, and I think you have to talk to uh, your boyfriend. Uh, you could say, you know, I love your twin. He's a great guy. But when we go out, I expect, you know, and look forward to just be together and find, you know, the intimacy and the circle of love that is romantic. Mm-hmm. And then your twin brother's. You know, when he comes there, it, be, it takes away the romance because you can't be 100% romantic in front of somebody else. So explain that to him. And um, I would also explain to him that, you know, it, it doesn't, you know, incite in you and inviting you the ooh-la-la vibe. Because, as yeah. the, of course, because as long as there's a third wheel, and especially a brother or a sister, then it's like family time and not romantic time. And I'm sure he's going to understand and then and, and tell him it's not against you. It's not against you, twin. It's just I want to keep, you know, the vibe romantic when we go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I'll go ahead and try that. That sounds like it'll work. Thank you. All right, Danny. Good luck to you. I'm sure it's going to go well and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. You're listening to The Rendezvous, and I'm Simon Marcel, and I want to thank you very, very much for spending your evening with me. I know it's late. Uh, I'm still excited. My team is still excited. And you know what? I just can't thank you enough for being so loyal to The Rendezvous every night, every night, every night. It means the world to me. So I want to do a shout-out to you tonight for thanking you for listening. Another thing, if you want to hear more of The Rendezvous, check out my website, therendezvousshow.com. There's all the podcasts also about La Confession, which is another great format to talk about relationships. And the reason I have a podcast is to hear your stories and learn from each other how to love each other better. That's why I did the podcast, La Confession. You want to be part of that podcast? Just send us an email at therendezvousshow.com. Thanks again for listening. Et bonne nuit. Good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.